to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today, uh, the reason any Blackhawks news from this week to this past week, uh, one thing I did notice was Patrick Sharp was calling the Avs and Kraken game last night, had this shoot uh, Matt a text because I thought maybe I was hearing things, you know, maybe I was like, is, is like Sharpie in my head or something? And sure enough, Patrick Sharp's uh, calling game f- for the Kraken versus Avs. And um, he's going to be on again Monday night, which would be when people are listening to this. Uh, it'll be th- tonight. So um, good for him. You know, it's good for him to get out there and, and work on his craft. Uh, like Matt told me, you know, it, it's good for him to get some more experience so that when the season comes up next year, uh, you know, he's ready to go. Um, he wasn't too bad this past year, but I will say that the year prior, he was kind of wooden. And this year, um, maybe, I don't know if he was nervous or not, but as the year went on, he seemed to have gotten more relaxed and got better. And um, he sounded pretty good last night. Matt, what did you think of Sharp's job on that abs Kraken game last night? Yeah, like you said, uh, it's crazy what a year does. He really has improved being the uh, color guy, you know, and um, just I, I, I've always enjoyed Sharpie. Obviously, the first year he even said it was it's very difficult. I mean. I'm going to even go to me and you doing this. I mean, our first time doing this, like it, it's challenging. Like you gotta, you, you gotta talk and remember stuff. It's kind of, yeah. it's nerve wracking at times. And I can't imagine doing something like in real time. Like he's gotta, he's gotta be able to analyze it very fast and put it to words. Right. And kind of tell like the audience, like a story pretty much like say, Hey, like this is what he did. Like just break down plays and stuff. But right. This year he's done done a good job. I'm, you know, not too sold on his partner yet, but you know, like I think Pat and Eddie complimented each other very well. Yeah. And hey, old partner. Get, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just worked. And you know what? A lot of people really just enjoyed it. I yeah. mean, I, at the end I didn't really enjoy it as much because I thought they just kind of messed around a little too much, but <laughs> still very entertaining. They're they're one liners and all that and everything. But Eddie Olchek is a god dang encyclopedia of like all hockey, he is. I mean, he can tell you where the guy played, kind of like, kind of like Pierre Maguire is. Like he knows where this guy went to high school, like when he would take a piss at the high school and stuff like that. Yeah. At 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 Mary at St. Mary's Shattuck. Or... It, it, oh, St. Mary's. Yeah, he would say, "Oh, yeah, the product of this," and like he he just knew what he was doing. And yeah. hopefully, Sharpie can get to that level where he's like, I I don't think he's ever going to get to Eddie Olchek's level just because. He, Eddie Olchek's had almost every job you can have in hockey. Yeah. You know, he started off as a player. He probably could be an agent. He's so smart. He, yeah. he, I think he was trying out to be a GM at one point, and he was a head coach, you know. So he, he's very knowledgeable. But but Sharpie's a three-time Stanley Cup champion, man. And he's had a couple 30-goal seasons. He knows what it takes to win. He knows, you know, everything about hockey. So he's just got to kind of get a little bit better on telling the story as it's happening in front of them. Yeah. I, I, it, it is a little difficult, man, you know, having to it's very pre- hard, having to prepare for, you know, each game. And I think, you know, Eddie Olchek preparing and preparing, preparing for games, you know, day in and day out, you know, as time goes on, that, 
knowledge just kind of sticks in his head. He's like, oh, okay, I've already looked up, you know, McDavid's story. I've already yeah. looked up Brandon Tanev's story. You know, I've already looked up Marion Hosta's story. Like, I, I already know these things, you know. It's kind of like anybody who goes and does a job, the, you know, the first day that you're there, you're like, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming. But, you know, after about three or five years, you're like, man, I, I know this job like the back of my hand. Do you know what I mean? And I can imagine that after doing all of the research on players and, and, and so forth, that they have knowledge that they can grab at one point, but that's just going to take uh, experience. And, and in Sharpie's sense, you know, kind of, like you said, telling a story, relating what he's seeing on the ice, because he sees something and he completely understands what it is, but then articulating that for the everyday uh, fan, you know, because not, not every fan who watches a hockey game it will understand, you know, formations and, you know, what players are doing, why the right wing is here and, and he's supposed to be here, you know, and, and uh, Sharpie can do that kind of stuff. So the playoffs are in full swing. It's been, um, actually, I think this has been the best playoff first round in a very long time. Um, been very, very exciting. Toronto and Tampa Bay are practically, you know, Ooh. over here uh, doing a deja vu. Uh, you know, they are, uh, Toronto's up two to one. They were up on Tampa Bay 2-1 to one last year as well. I believe they were up on uh, Montreal 2-1 to one the series before that. And uh, it's, it's, it's incredible, man. It's incredible to see these guys, you know, they've been seeing each other a lot, you know, kind of just going at it. And uh, Austin, Austin Matthews has been held off the score sheet so far. He's got four assists, though, um, to put ta- but, you know, Tampa is just one of those teams where you know, every team is going to be grinding. Every, every, I mean, every line is going to be grinding. Every, every um, guy on that on that team knows what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. There's a Stanley Cup winning culture there. And to be honest with you, I think that's what Toronto is actually battling. They're battling this winning culture that they have there. And um, and for them, they have somewhat of a losing culture. Would you agree to that? Yeah, a choking culture. Yeah, uh, and and the, the I think the. They they set the bar a little too high every year, like they're going for the cup, which which you should, but it's it's still one series at a time. Right, you, you gotta you gotta win four against a proven Stanley Cup, you know, winning team. Right. Uh, what I noticed, Ryan O'Reilly is the difference maker, man. Absolutely, he, he has been great in the playoffs. Last night. He tied the game late. Actually, he tied the game with one minute left. And then, uh, I mean, that just kind of killed all the Tampa momentum. Giving up a goal late like that right. when you're about to win is just backbreaking. And I don't know if you saw the, the period before, or actually, yeah, the third period. It, it got chippy, man. It got dirty. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Point kind of, I mean, they, they wanted a game misconduct on a boarding call. I think it was Ryan, uh, what's his name? Morgan Riley. Uh, kind of gave him a little tap. Kind of remind me of Hosa hitting uh, Dan Hamhuse against the Predators back in 2010. Remember he got that five-minute major? Yeah, he did. It didn't seem that bad. Like, he was just skating so fast, and Hosa's arms were extended. So it's like, oh, he pushed him automatically. That's a five-minute major. And kind of yesterday, a little bit of the same thing. Braden Point was flying into the boards to get that puck. Morgan Riley kind of bumped him a little bit, and it was it was a little dangerous. But he he didn't end up getting a penalty. He just got pretty much jumped by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, it didn't uh, seem that he was doing it with malicious intent. No, no, he was trying. It was like a fifty fifty man. I mean, he was trying to get the puck too, and point was flying. And but that I think that started all like the 
the problems for Tampa. I thought Tampa was a better team, but then they, you know, I, Stamkos dropped the gloves dropped with the gloves, Austin man. Matthews. Yeah, Matthews, Matthews didn't want anything to do with that, dude. Two snipers going at it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, Matthews playoffs, is much bigger man. than he is, too. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's a good trade-off, if you think about it. Like, two five, two, two big-time goal scorers are sitting in the box for five minutes. Can you imagine if, if Matthews, like, pummeled him? Like, dude, that would, have, that would have changed the game for Toronto. Oh, man. It pro- it, yeah. And, and they, I think Toronto got the power play out of all that crap, too, which yeah. is unbelievable. But I will say, I, I don't like to blame refs on stuff, but uh, Braden Point should have been awarded a goal. I think it was, they took it back. That right. puck was loose. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he kind of snuck in and he 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 tapped it in and they, they lost sight of the whistle, which was complete trash because that puck was sitting there loose. And right. that ended up killing him, I think. Yeah, it did. So They would have won the Tam- game straight up for that. Yeah. Tampa's got to come back flying next game and, um, you know, do what they do. Matt, or Vasilevsky is always good when he loses a game. He, the next game, well, he's always good. He hasn't been that sharp, man. No, he lost he it yesterday because he lost the yeah. last game before and he lost yesterday. I I thought that Ryan O'Reilly goal yeah. to tie the game was a so little too. not like him. Yeah. I like, it was kind of weak. Not yeah, weak, it, but it was for, for a guy of his talent, I think that's those are things that he typically saves. Exactly. You think he would be buckling down and shutting it down low and it got through and you know what? They ended up winning an OT. Right. So I mean, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, like I said at the beginning of the statement, he is the game breaker that I think they need to get over. Yeah. And that was a great trade by Dubas. And he did everything he needed to do. Trigger. Yeah. He's, he's giving this team a chance to win. He's doing everything in his power. These guys just have to start playing. And so far, Ryan O'Reilly is making Dubas look good. Uh, Austin Matthews, four assists. Mitch Marner, uh, three goals. I'm sorry, two goals. Six assists. He's got eight points. Four of those are on the power play, believe it or not. Um, been a shootout, man. It's been crazy. Yeah, it has. It has. So he's been, you know, Mitch Marner, you know, when you think of teams, you think of Toronto, a lot of people think of Austin Matthews. You think of Florida. You think of um, you think of uh, Alexander Barkov, you know. Dude, Keith Kachuk, I mean, not Keith Kachuk, um, <laughs> Matthew Kachuk and Mitch Marner, man, these are the guys who who push point production on their teams. Willie Nylander too, man. Give him a little Nylander, credit. He flies under the radar. He does. He's ele- he elevates his game in the playoffs when no one else elevates it. Right. So, right. Give him a little props Definitely. too. And the goaltender Samsonov looked okay too. He's I, been pretty I, decent. I would say that Nylander and Mitch Marner are are probably uh, might be their most valuable offensive producers on the team. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Matthews for some reason the last two years is just. Had a difficult time. Yeah. It's the, it's just, I think the kind of like, I'm going to get into the uh, Devils and Rangers, but I feel like the playoff spotlight is just so bright there in Toronto and especially everything that they've been through that it, it's hard for him. I think it's, I think it's too much pressure for him. Yeah, it, it could be. Uh, there's so many expectations. It's like, kind of like here in Chicago with the Bears, I feel like. I know. Yeah. I'm not a football guy at all, but that's all the city cares about. I mean, they do like their other teams, but it's always been a Bears city first. Oh, yeah. And I feel like there's so much pressure on these guys. And 
you know, they don't really deliver at times. And like the, just the fans and the media just turn on them so freaking fast. Well, the problem with the bears is, you know, just to kind of go off for a second is their ownership. Number one and their management uh, that has, the ownership hasn't changed, but the management top to top to bottom has changed uh, yeah. recently within like the past 18 months. So things are, are trending in the right direction for that team. Well, same with the Leafs too. Yeah. Even, I mean, they do spend, they right. spend the money up to the cap and they're going to pay for it. A <laughs> couple years, they're going to be where the Blackhawks are now. That yeah. cap, it's going to come down to that too. I and, wouldn't, I wouldn't compare the Leafs to the bears though. Like, you know, like the bears, if like if you want to put like say talent with, you know one apples to apples like Toronto, yeah. what the team that they've accumulated is much more um, talented than than the Bears are. But of course, with yeah, but I'm I'm just saying sure. with the, the the media here. Oh yeah, it's it's bright, and the fans here <laughs> they bright. expect Super Bowls, yeah. and that's like the Leafs fans. They they want Stanley Cups every year, and right. when it doesn't happen, they they're relentless to their players. Right, and if Matthews doesn't start scoring like fifteen goals every playoff series, yeah, they're they're gonna turn on him fast. He's definitely not getting fifteen million. The dude's the dude's a beast. He's got to just find it. He's just got to find it in the playoffs. So speaking of the spotlight, Devils versus Rangers. Uh, Rangers have just absolutely dominated the Devils, game one and game two. You know, and I, I think that these young guys that are on this Devils team were just not expecting the 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 playoff spotlight. I just think it was just too much for them to to kind of um, you know get rid of those butterflies to, to, so that they can just play. Uh, but in game three, it seemed to be like they were turning it around. You know, it was a much closer game. Devils uh, got a new goalie in net, and uh, they actually pulled that game out. Patrick Kane had a highlight reel goal in game two, but uh, but the first two games it was all Rangers. Devils are trying to make it interesting. That series is two to one. Matt. Um, Jack Hughes is, in in all honesty, I think he is doing what he can to drive this team to win, and um, and I think that he's doing um, I think he's doing a good job, man. He reminds me a lot of Kane, to be honest with you. He said yeah, that Patrick Kane was his yeah. was his favorite was his favorite player as a kid, and um, you can really see it in his game, like how he how he plays. Uh, it reminds me uh, it reminds me a lot of Kane, but. Uh, He's got a goal. He had a goal in the second game, I believe. Had a game in the third game as well. Yeah, he's got two in right. this series, two goals. But yeah, he he can only do it. He he needs help. Right. A lot of these guys just scored their first goal. I know Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. Kudos. A shout out out to our boy, uh, the Brush Lion, his boy, nice Dougie goal. Hamilton. Yeah, he uh, he buried one, and uh, that's a defenseman, man. He scored twenty something goals this year. Very impressive for Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, that was like to give them the win too. That was the game winner. That was yeah. That was the that was the dagger. And uh, they put a new goaltender in uh, Schmid. Okay, which is uh, wow. I didn't know too much about him. I thought their goalie was uh, I think it's Vanacek or something. Their other one. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, I don't know too many things about the uh, Devils goaltending. But getting a two-one win against the Rangers at home is pretty impressive. And uh, defense kind of sh- shut it down and. Uh, Defense ended up winning the game for him. Dougie Hamilton buried one. So, yeah, good for the Devils. They're not getting swept. So every team in the playoffs has a win. There's going to be no sweeps. So. It's been interesting. Yeah. I think the only, I mean, I'll get to that later, I'll, like the only kind of blowout going so far. But uh, I think the Devils are going to turn it around, man, and make it interesting there for New York. 
Vegas, uh, um, hold on, Avalanche versus Kraken. I was not expecting what I saw in the first game of the Avalanche versus Kraken. Um, dude, these guys were, you would think, Matt, that these guys had met in the, in the, in the Western Conference Finals the past two years, you know, yeah, um, these guys yeah. were just throwing the body um, every chance that they had. I think that they had, <laughs> I believe it was um, the Kraken had 22 hits in their last game before the playoffs, and then they had 22 hits in the first period <laughs> versus the Avalanche. Uh, it was crazy. The Avalanche ended up winning that game, but... I'm sorry, the Kraken ended up winning that game. The Avalanche have won the last two. I didn't see much of of Kale McCarr in that first game. Uh, he just wasn't very noticeable to me. In the second game, he seemed to be kind of coming around a little bit more alive. But in game three, Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr, man, they were um, what you would expect them to be, especially Nathan McKinnon. He just seemed to be all over the place. He was doing spinoramas, uh, you know, driving the puck. Of making some good passes. Um, I, I'm telling you, man, it looks like these guys are just getting warmed up over there. Yeah, that's scary for the Kraken because once they get going, see you later. Yeah. But uh, I, Kale McCarr was hurt for the last couple of week or week or whatever right. before the season ends. So it probably took him a little time to get back. But good for the Kraken, man, throwing the body around playoff hockey. That's sometimes you wear these like really skilled teams out that way and you'll steal a win like grind out a win right that's what Nashville's always done in the past couple of years oh, absolutely uh, just wear wear the hell out of the team and you know they win these close games so hey hopefully it goes seven man it's been very uh, entertaining I'd like to see it uh, but I don't but as of as of yesterday I would say Nathan McKinnon uh was standing out uh, Kale McCarr was standing out. Um, I would say, uh, you know, Grubauer has been playing well for the Kraken. Um, who else was uh, Brandon Tanev has been standing out for the Kraken. And uh, Jared McCann, I think that he's been somebody that has kind of just taken the next step in his game, in his career. And he's someone who has been, um, you know, he's been, he's been playing very well. And Alexiak had a big goal yesterday. And I think that he's starting to, to come alive. And, and we're going to see how this, uh, how this series transpires. Vegas versus Winnipeg um, had our first double OT. As a, a matter of fact, yesterday on Saturday, three games went to overtime out of the four games. Um, Golden Knights, they uh, topped the Jets, double overtime. Uh, they take the lead in the in the first round. Knights lead the series two to one. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm I was expecting Vegas to kind of sweep. Yeah, yeah, and that's not <laughs> yeah. the case. What, what did you expect from the series? Uh, you know what? I think I picked the Jets, uh, to win to be like an upset team, but just because of Connor Hellebuck, he's just a fantastic goalie. I think he deserves the Vesna this year. Uh, the thing that is going to hurt the Jets though now, Josh Morrissey, their top defenseman, who's probably going to be a Norris uh, candidate. He's done for the done for the series with an injury, so that's going to really hurt the Jets. But you know what? You don't hear too many Kyle Connor stuff. You know, Kyle Connor scoring. We they need him to start scoring some goals. Um, but hey, Vegas look good, man. I, I saw. I ended up putting that on when I got home from my kids' baseball game, and uh, it was kind of a fluky play. Went off of a defenseman skate right to a guy wide open and buried it past Hellebuck. And uh, and you know what? Another thing <laughs> that we didn't really talk about. You know what? I forget his name, but the poor dude took a goalie skate to the face. 
I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yeah. Uh, 75 stitches. Right. And they put a cage on him, and he finished the game. What a warrior. That just shows you the playoff mentality. Actually, just hockey mentality. Just a warrior, man. Yeah. And uh, he was, like, positive and just joking around at the the post game, and it's just awesome, man. It's playoffs. It's guys, they're going to make a commercial about it one day, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Canes versus Islanders. The Canes are up on that one three games to one. Um I see the Canes finishing this game out, man. Um, out of on, on the Canes, Islanders, I think that the Islanders have done a great job of coming back from having a really bad season. But um, I, I just don't think that they have enough to make a deeper push into the uh, into the uh, in, in the playoffs. Yeah, like their second round curse. Maybe <laughs> they can't. Uh, you know, they can never get over it. Um, yeah, man, I've, I've been really watching this series, especially, uh, the, I think it was today, actually, um, the Brent Burns, man, I think he is their Ryan O'Reilly trade. You know, obviously they made it a lot earlier before the season started. He's got five assists this series, man. He's just been very good. And you know what? Anti Rants has been playing and I... I feel like around this time, Freddie Anderson is always hurt. Yes, he is. I, I think it's time to like Let give Anti Ranta the keys, man. Yeah, like move that contract. You can yeah. you can bring in another good player, right? So I'm not sure like what, what they're doing with this this guy. Playoff time every year. He's every hurt. year. So obviously they're working him too hard. But you know, Anti Ranta is known for getting hurt too when he's overplayed. Must be like a Swede thing. He's also but a proven uh, playoff performer, though. He is. He's a good player. And, um, you know, the Rod Brendamore's got these guys rolling right now, man. Everybody's scoring. And I, I do think um, there was a cheap shot involved and uh, Tara Vinan's out. Yeah. So that that's a good key player. I think he's got so a broken the, hand or something. Yeah. Hopefully the next man up, you know, takes, takes the lead. But I... I was impressed with the Islanders win that they did. Uh, they did have. They ended up. I think they got the record. Man, they scored like four goals in like two minutes and eighteen seconds or something. Mm-hmm. The fastest. And if you look at the names who scored, they're all like grinders. You know, like <laughs> Matt Martin. Uh, you know, Lee's Lee's the captain. He, you know, yeah. he's a good player. And then you got like Kyle Palmieri, who's kind of jumped around the last couple of years and. I think they're, they're like the the clutter bucks of the team and all those right. guys. They 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 just grinded it out and got a you know got a win. But like you said, I think it's gonna for sure probably end uh, the next game. Carolina will probably be the first team to move on to the next round. Before we move any further, I gotta let everybody everybody know that the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. That's right. Make your first bet up to one thousand dollars, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for hockey, baseball, basketball, golf, MMA, and more. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Now, this week, I would say watch any hockey game and uh, and see uh, and, and and see what you can win. Uh, keep an eye on the crack and maybe uh, pulling an upset and in the, uh, the with the Avalanche series because um, I think that they're playing them really, really tight. But you know, the Abs could turn it on and and who knows what happens. So. 
This is what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, Wild versus Dallas. Did you see the Doomba hit? I did not, but poor Pavelski is always getting killed in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. I did see a, a a meme or whatever you call it, whatever the kids are calling it now. This poor guy's laying on the ice all the time with blood next to him. Yeah, <laughs> so. I saw that too. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't see any shoulder-to-head contact. Dumbo kind of just came out of nowhere, man, and just like it's turned in from a hip check to a... And then... And then Dumbo went flying into the boards after the hit as well because he was going backwards at the time. So he hit him. Pavelski went down. Then he went flying into the boards. And then I'll give you one guess on on who came in to try to sort out the ruckus. Uh, Max Domi just started throwing haymakers at uh, <laughs> at, at players, man. You know, and you know what? he's another guy, man. Made for the playoffs. You know, somebody that there's you a lot want. of guys, a lot of grinders in that yeah, series. You got Ryan Reeves. You got Ryan yeah. Hartman, former Blackhawk. Max Domi, former Blackhawk. A lot of tough dudes on that that series. Yeah. So, um, I it turns out, man, I think that the hit was clean. Dumba has no issues of being the villain of the series. But one thing I was not expecting was the Wild, pretty much. B- dominating uh dallas man uh for, for, because dallas had such a yeah, they had such a great year and um they're being dominated right now by, by the wild yeah i know uh currently as we speak it is one nothing dallas in game four and minnesota is obviously leading that leading the series two to one so this would be a big game for dallas if they can get a get a win uh tie it up and go back home uh yeah, man, I'm surprised too because Jason Robertson had a great, uh, great season. Jake Ottinger is a great goalie. Uh, Minnesota's got that experience, though, man. You got Flurry and Net. Anything could happen. Mark Andre Flurry's a gamer. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm really surprised. I thought Dallas kind of would have. Uh, I thought it would honestly be like a three nothing, maybe, maybe the other way around. Dallas would be leading. I didn't see Minnesota, you know, gut gutting these out and getting two wins on these guys already. Yeah. I mean, and it hasn't been like a Dallas is close, you know, I mean, they got one win, but the wild have been pretty dominant, you know, pretty much throughout, throughout the games. Yeah. It looks like Tyler Sagan is, uh, I think he's got two goals this, uh, playoff series. Good to see him going. He's he's getting up there, man. Him and Jamie Ben, it's like almost kind of like their last chance too. Yeah. So I, I would like to see Dallas have a good run, but I just, if you can barely handle the wild, you're going to have a tough time in the next round. So that's for sure. I'm going to look up Sagan's contract really quick because I want to see um, how many years he's got left there in Dallas. He's got, let me go to Cap Friendly. Yeah, I can't have many. 26, well, 26, 27 season. He's got a, that's when his, that's when his uh, contract ends. Oh, wow. So, that's, that's actually a long time. How yeah, old is he? Is. He's 31. Wow, he just seems so much older, doesn't like a, he? Yeah, it's like a Caner contract. He came in... Um, he started early in his yeah, career. Yeah, he did. 19, I want to say. Yeah, he was really old. young. Let me look up and Jimmy Benz lo- really quick. Do you think Boston gave up on him too soon? Yeah, they didn't want yeah. to have to deal... They, they thought that he was going to be, you know, Caner. in the, in the tabloids yeah. a lot, you know, and that kind of stuff. And that, that didn't end up being the case. I mean, he was young and he was having fun, and that's a lot of, you know, a lot of... 
at the time, it seemed like there was a lot of young guys getting into trouble. You know, in, in Philadelphia, you had, you know, um, you know, Carter and you had Carter Richards. and uh, yeah. Richards. They, you know, they had yeah. that thing going on in Philadelphia where they had to get traded because they're having too much fun out there. Kaner was getting in trouble, and they thought that Sagan was going to be, you know, causing causing issues. And you know, that wasn't necessarily the case. And and you know what, Sagan's had a pretty good career, man. He's got a nine point five yeah. million cap. Or, I'm looking at Jimmy Ben. Um, Jimmy Ben got a close. five million cap hit. They got to be close. Uh, got, yeah, he's got a yeah. nine point eight million cap hit. Yeah. Signing bonus yeah. is eight point five. Yeah, wow, he's getting paid. I I I think Boston gave up on him too soon. Obviously, it's working out for Boston because they've been you know dominant right in these, since he's been gone. I mean, they've been in the final a couple times, and you know they're the best team this year in history with in the season. So I don't know, man. I I it would be pretty interesting to see him in like a Pasternak playing together. You know, I guarantee you, Sagan's probably thinking like, man, if I stay in there. Playing with Pasta and Marchant, and you got Bergeron behind me, or whatever, vice versa, they would still be a good team. Do you think they would have been able to afford them? Uh, I think they'd, they'd they'd make it work. I think they'd have to. Obviously, somebody else wouldn't be around. But right. maybe Marchant. Like, I I think he is just. When I think of the Bruins, I think of him, man. Him and Bergeron yeah. right now. So it'd be weird to weird to see them on another team. Yeah, it would. It's like watching Kane or a Ranger. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. terrible, man. It's terrible. Florida versus Boston. Let's move on to Boston. Tyler Bertuzzi was made for the playoffs. He's got two goals, but he's mixing it up, man. He's out there, you know, um, getting, you know, drawing penalties. He's been in the box a couple times, and um, and he's putting it out there. What do you think of Tyler Bertuzzi's play so far? I've always been a fan of him, man, uh, ever since I started watching I, honestly, when the Wings and during the COVID season, we played Red Wings a little bit more because they were like in our division. I, I dude, I loved watching him, and uh, he finally is getting a shot to play in the playoffs, which is something he's never experienced. I don't think. Right. He's always been, you know, he's he was on the the new chapter of the the new Red Wings. You know, the all the the, the big dogs were retiring and all whatnot, and so. He, yeah, man, he scored a goal today, big goal. He's getting some like grinder goals. He's tipping them in. He's getting rebounds and gr- just great trade for Boston. They brought in a guy that is gritty and you know can complement their uh, their uh, their snipers. So a great move for the GM. I think Sweeney his name is. It was excellent trade. It's paying off for them. They're getting wins. They're up three to one, and I think they're going to close it out pretty soon too because Florida is just, I don't know what's going on with him, but Matthew Kachuk's showing up. He, the, the guy needs help so that Barkov's got to get going. Verhage's got to get going. I don't know what the hell's going on in net. I know that Lions kid was in at first, and he played well. He got the win, but then they go with Bob the next game, and Bob's just not the same Bobrowski from, you know, uh, the Jackets. So I think they're 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 on the edge here, man, so they better get going if they want to get a win. Is Spencer Knight still in the league? Uh, uh, I believe. Protocol? I believe so. Wow. I think. I yeah, that's bad time. Uh, I'm. I. You know us. We we've, we've been always Spencer Knight fans. I know I'm yeah. big on him, and uh, I hope he can get it together because he's a very talented goalie. And with this goaltending controversy going on, I'm, let's let's get Davidson going here. Let's let's get a call. Uh, 
to Florida and get uh, Spencer Knight up here because the goaltending depth up or up here isn't that great. We'll let you play. <laughs> I oh man, I would love Spencer Knight on this team, man. Dale Talon with another great trade or another great draft pick for yeah. him. The guy just knows what he's freaking doing, man. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Taylor Hall, man. Um, do you, I think that Taylor Hall is kind of like William Nylander. He's a very talented star player that that can, for some reason, fly under the radar, even though that he's a former MVP, um, fly under the radar and contribute and score goals for Florida. Uh, do you think that he is, I mean, I'm, I mean, for Boston, Boston do you yeah. think that, that he is a guy that no matter who Boston plays could be that kind of like uh, that game breaker, kind of like what... O'Reilly is for Toronto. Yep. Do you think that Taylor Hall can be that for Boston? For sure, man. He looked fantastic today. Yeah. He had a unbelievable move. Uh it was like a he tipped the puck over the defenseman. It was like a one-on-one and he made like a nice play. It flipped over him. Just absolutely just destroyed Bobrowski. This jock strap is up in the freaking rafters. <laughs> Great move. And they were showing the TNT panel were showing plays he was making, uh, Taylor Hall. He was, you know, he was making very smart plays. He was getting guys to chase him and he was hitting an open man and just opening up scoring lanes and everything. He looks really healthy, man. He looks like he's good to go. And this is a top line guy, man. And he's not getting top line minutes. Right. It's very scary for the other team. It's like, shoot, we got to get on pasta. We got to get on Marshawn. It's, they're too much for teams. And having Taylor Hall starting to light it up, that is scary, man. Scary for opposing teams. So, yeah, he absolutely is a game breaker like a Ryan O'Reilly for the Bruins. You got Feligno down there also who can who could uh, kill you. I mean, he, he could put a goal in here and there that could turn the game. Good leadership. He's been a captain a couple teams, and yeah, another good move for the Bruins. They, I think, they got him really cheap too. He can, he'll defend his teammates. He'll he'll push his teammates, and that's why Boston's so good, man. They got every kind of player you need to be a successful team. Yeah, and with two solid goaltenders. Right, and you know Matthew Kachuk, man, he's you know one guy. You know, yeah. kind of like the next series, we're going to talk about Kings versus Oilers with McDavid. You know, Kachuk is one guy. Or you could even make a, um, you could even make the comparison to Drysidle, you know, because he's, he's contributing. He's one guy. So with Kachuk, man, being one guy, who else do they have? Okay, yeah, sure. You got Barkov, but Barkov isn't really known to, 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 to light the lamp. Who, what other goal scorers do they have in Florida that can, Put up some production to try to help yeah. uh, beat this Boston team. Well, you got Connor Verhage. You know he uh, he had a good season this year. He's it's just not they're playing against a powerhouse man, right? And they they were they they were sneaking in this playoffs. They shouldn't honestly. They shouldn't be here. They uh, but they are, and they're making the best of it. But they're just running into an absolute powerhouse, and the goaltending is not hasn't been good for the Panthers and. Against the best team in the history of hockey, you you got to be better. So, yeah, like you said, Kachuk had a beautiful goal, man. He's on the goal line. No other way to put this puck in net unless he puts a stick between his legs to, to you know, bury it. And he did, which is unbelievable skill it took. And uh, yeah, he can't do it alone, man. He's, he's going to need guys. You're going to need your fourth line guys to start chipping in. Uh, you know, Paul Maurice... Yeah, 
<laughs> he's been all he's been around a little bit. I'm not sure what the Panthers were thinking bringing this guy in. They should they could have brought anybody in. I think should've he would they would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Should have just left it with yeah. Burnett, and man. Burnett was fine. Yeah, he he kind of had the same system as Q and then you know Maurice comes in and does his own system and how do you think Kachuk feels, man? Yeah. You know, I, he signed bit long term to play there. And they're a good team. He, he carried that team, no doubt about it. But this guy's going to need some help, you know, in these playoff series because the goaltending's not there. And obviously the goal scoring's not there. Barkoff's not as scary as he, you know, sounds like he was last year in the season. He had an unbelievable season last year and he just quiet. And he's quiet this year, too. So they got to get it going. Maybe Davidson trades for Kachuk in about three years, three or four years. And a signing what, what, of Austin Matthews. <laughs> when we're when we're competing. Who knows, man? I, I think he likes the Florida lifestyle. I oh, I'm sure. He I does. just don't think he cares about winning the cup because yeah, I don't think I, don't I think would have signed either. with Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah. he does either, man. Yeah. So Kings versus Oilers. The Kings, man, this is essentially a tale of a team versus two players, essentially. Um Dry's Idol has been playing very well. Nurse is eating up a lot of minutes, but the Kings are able to score goals when they need them. And yeah, they lost one game, but they're up in this series two to one. Uh, Philippe Dignon has been all over McDavid, man. And, um, you know, McDavid has had some minutes where, you know, he's had some plays where, you know, he makes a, a, a difference, but uh, he, he's not getting his his way right now. Do you think that Dano can essentially pull out the hardest job on earth and shut down McDavid for an entire series? He could, but he's got to keep it up. It's, it's weird looking at the point leaders, <laughs> dry settles at the top and not, you know, not seeing McDavid at the top, but you know, dry settles got, I think he's got 10 points this playoff series. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's got six points. He's six got points. three goals, three assists. Yeah. He's, he, uh, he's, Gonna have to step up too, <laughs> even though those numbers are very impressive. But yeah. these two got to score like four or five a game, <laughs> you know, combined. Because the Kings are Kings are very underrated. I think, man, they are. They are uh, Adrian Kempe. He leads the team with eight points, and uh, they brought in some good, some uh, some key guys. You know, uh, Victor Arvinson. They got like from him. Nashville. Yeah, they got. Uh, obviously, they got Philip Deneau last year. And I've, Kopitar is still, you know, a good player. Kings are, they're going to be a scary team, man. And, you know, they moved on from quick, which was kind of crazy. I, I, jumping back, jumping over to the LA series again, I'd like to see quick get in there, at least yeah. a game, if they're struggling. Oh, yeah. He, I think he, if he gets his net. I'm relying he, on it. I'm, I'm hoping it. for it. He'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. But going back to uh, McDavid, yeah, McDavid, uh, lots of pressure for him too man i think yep. he's got the same kind of mentality that uh nathan mckinnon had last year like he's just i you know what i gotta win i i gotta i'm sick of losing i haven't done anything you know i'm winning these individual awards right. every year but right. i want the big cup i want this i want the main trophy right so hey he's still my pick man i still i i still have the oilers making an upset and making it to the west maybe even the stanley cup final wow I don't know, man. I, I gotta stick with them. I, okay. I can't quit on them now. Okay. I can't be a, a bandwagon and jump over to uh, 
Who I hate them? the Kings, man. But I will tell you this, dude. I respect them. I, I respect them too. Yeah. I think yeah. that if if anything, man, they can pull this together. And um, and like you said, man, you have you have Boston. They play as a complete team, which makes them very difficult to play against. The Avs, they play as a complete team. The Kings are playing as a complete team. You know, everybody has a role. The Oilers, it's like offense, offense, and more offense. You know, I haven't seen yeah. really anything from from Evander Kane. Um, Hurricanes, they're another one. A complete team, you know, straight up and down. And... Um, Complete teams, man. These guys are, are they're just they're just horrible. They're a nightmare to play against. And I just don't see the Oilers able to uh, overcome that. Yeah, I wonder how our buddy uh how many minutes our buddy Drew Doughty's been playing. I gotta look and, into that. I mean <laughs> he he's still, you know, a force. <laughs> I think he's only got one assist, but he's a very good defenseman. I mean, that Quentin Byfield guy has been playing good young kid. Their young guys are stepping up early and you know, they made that trade with Columbus to bring in Corpusello and he's played the games and I'm surprised, uh, cause that Peterson, Cal Peterson was, uh, you know, the guy kind of moving quick out. And then this, this kid Corpusello comes in. He he's two and one <laughs> against a very high powered offense. So right. it's impressive, man. So um, I did notice Dowdy playing, and I noticed him. I was like, man, this guy is still, he's still out there, man. You know, he's still playing um, top line minutes, but I didn't know that he's playing, get this, the last three, his last three games against Edmonton, 27-20, 27-23, and 28-11. So, that's a lot. How, how old is he? He's got to be 33. 33 yeah that's right. that's an old man for hockey and he's been in the <laughs> fine playing a lot playing a lot of playoff series just like the hawks man it's so he's probably got like a 40 year old 45 year old body right now yeah so. he had uh 52 points this season it's very impressive man very impressive He's going to plan. He's almost played uh, 1100 games so he's you know can, this guy's been pretty healthy his career um, for the most part, he's been healthy. I, I think last season he had some injuries, but for the most part, um, he's he's played a lot of games. I miss the uh, Flames and Kings rivalry because of Matthew Kachuk. Oh, I'd yeah. like to see Dowdy and Kachuk, Kachuk just go at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's never going to happen again, though. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Matt. Who do you, uh, by this time, we might be in the second round, will we? Yeah, we probably will be a lot. I think a couple teams are going to be moving on. I, I'd say the Hurricanes are going to get some rest with uh, their next another win for them. You can't give, don't give anybody life. If you you're the Hawks know this. If you're on the the verge of knocking a team out, you take advantage of it and you get that rest. And right. that's what most teams are going to try to do. But it's hard to win uh, closing games. So we'll see. Yep, we'll see. I I think the the Hurricanes are going to be the first ones to do it, though. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's all that we've got for you to, for this uh, for tonight. We're going to keep you guys updated via Twitter. We're usually commenting on there. Uh, you know, keeping an eye on these games. Maybe even we've been posting some some highlights too. So if you want, check us out on Twitter during the week. Do us a favor. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.